Hello, I'm Howard. Welcome to the 9320 Review Podcast. Looking back at the dead rubber one-all draw against the rather excellent Brighton last night and wondering what we can take from it, if anything. Plus, looking at the wider picture, how to deal with this downtime over the next 10 days, anything else that takes our fancy. Uh, to discuss all things City, I'd like to be joined, weather permitting, by Asan. Asan, are you there? I am here, Howard. Pending a, another power cut. I am here for the moment. Um, for anybody who's interested, there's a thunderstorm currently making its way across Ibiza. So I've had like three power cuts in the last hour. But the island needs the rain, so I'm not complaining. You need to move somewhere with a bit better weather, to be honest. I think so. think so. Stayed in Manchester, perhaps. It would have been one suggestion. So Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've I've seen the weather in, in Manchester over the next two weeks, and I am quite jealous because <laughs> it's definitely better than it's going to be in Ibiza. Wow. Yeah, that's a collector's item, isn't it? So, yeah, we have to make the most of it when the sun comes out here. So. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Hey, let's... Uh, well, I mean, the match itself, obviously, we're going to discuss, but personally, I didn't take too much from it. I find it a very uncomfortable experience, actually, but we'll discuss that later. Because I didn't know how to feel about this match, so uh, so weird. I for months it was uh, it was looking like a very different type of match to what it actually was. Not that I'm complaining. Uh, you've not been on a podcast since you've come back from Manchester, have you? So no, I haven't. Hey, let's discuss that for a few minutes. How was your How was your trip? How was Chelsea? How was everything else? How was Manchester? Yeah, I mean, it was. Uh... It was it, it went in the blink of an eye, to be honest with you. And also, it was one of those weird trips where it went really quickly. And yet, at the same time, it felt like I'd been in Manchester for a month because so much happened. Um, no, it was excellent. I, obviously, I went to the Madrid game. Um, incredible atmosphere. Incredible game to go to. Um, went to Chelsea on Sunday. Same thing. In sandwiched in between, just knocking about town, met so many listeners, which was, I just, I, I still find it quite, um, I still find myself a bit lost for words when mm. somebody comes up to me and goes, oh, I love the podcast or I listen to the podcast. It's just, yeah, somehow, even though I know we don't exist in a vacuum, like it still feels like we exist in a vacuum. So it's, uh, it's always, a pleasant surprise when you meet somebody who uh, who wants to come and say hello. And I have to say that um, there's a guy who came up to me, I think either at half time or just before kickoff in the Chelsea game. And I swear to God, I was so flustered by the heat and just the fact that like I was in the stadium and, and somebody like took the time to come over and say that they love the podcast, that I think the look on my face is probably a bit weird. So if you're listening, I'm sorry, mate. I just was quite, I, get, I still get quite stunned when, uh, yeah, as I say, when people come up to me. Uh, but no, it was, it was honestly, uh, it, was, it, was such a, it was such an amazing week that uh, I've been talking to, to my wife and I, I'm, we're trying to figure out, I, I think I'd like to at least come back to Manchester for a year or two, try and get a place in Manchester. Just, you know, I've been away for a long time. And I feel as though on some level I'm ready. So nice. we'll see. But it's definitely on, on the cards and I can see it on the horizon now. Mm. How does she feel about that then? 
Yeah, I mean, she's surprisingly uh, supportive, but my wife has always been surprisingly supportive because she's married to me, and anybody who knows me knows I'm a bellend, so it's... <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, that would be great. We could just split your, split your time between multiple locations, just be a gen exactly. setter, so... Exactly. It's a, a good life to have, so... Yeah, it was, what did you do after the Chelsea match then? It's weird because I I was thinking back to Villa last year, you know, obviously the, the comeback and everything. And I was in the Smithfield, like out in the back, the uh, bay, little beer garden they've got the back. It was about 9pm. Mm. And I was spent. I was utterly spent. It was like I was sat there with friends and just after the most miraculous comeback, we won the league. And I kind of wanted to go home because there was nothing <laughs> left in the tank. And I felt that. And I went to like the uh, Shaw Shop Brewery Sunday night. You know, been out with you. And my, my body's rubbish with dealing with alcohol anyway. And warm weather, to be honest. So, uh, And uh, I, th- I felt the same as well. I was just exhausted a bit on Sunday evening, just by it all, even though, you know, how we, how exhausting could it have been if it, if we were now talking about needing a win on Sunday to win the league, you know, and all that sort of So mm. it had gone so, so well, and yet football is exhausting, isn't it? So I mean, yeah, it is exhausting, but also, like, it's for me it was entirely self-inflicted because, as you know, I demanded that we all meet on Saturday night and watch the Arsenal game and then, you know, proceeded to have a little too much of a good time after Arsenal bottled it. Um, so I was already a bit hanging when I woke up on Sunday and then to go at the pub before the game and sit right directly in the sun and just let it burn me and then get to my seat in the ground and suddenly feel like I'm in a sauna. I just, yeah, when it was all over, I needed to go and lie down, (laughs) to be perfectly frank. Like, I I, I couldn't bring myself to to do anything after the game. Well, I came to see you, Crown and Kettle, but I left after an hour for that reason, really. I thought it was burning the back of my neck. I was like, mm. not used to it after uh, looking like a ghost for six months. So, yeah, long may it continue. It's Absolutely. We'll moan whatever the weather is. So. <laughs> exactly. No, it was, but overall, it was, a, it was a great trip. And actually, that reminds me, it's probably a good time to say this now. Uh, we've released the tickets for the live podcast that we're doing in town on the 24th of June at Gulliver's. From 3 to 6 p.m. Tickets are pretty limited, so go to our Twitter feed and grab one whilst there are still some to be grabbed. And as I already know, some friends who have taken some then. Yeah, I think they're going to be very limited, so it could be gone very soon. So do check that link if you want to come to it. I think so, so. yes. I agree. I reckon, I I fear by, certainly by the end of the weekend, they'll be gone. Mm. Brilliant. Right, should we talk some football then? Yeah, why not? God damn it, I have to apologise to you. Why? Not a chance, I thought this team would be quite strong, so... Not a chance, because it was the bonus game that yeah, really, no. if it didn't exist, wouldn't have mattered for momentum. But I'm going to give you a uh, hypothesis. Pep would take two injuries over the next two games if it kept the rhythm of the team, rather than a 10-day break with no injuries. Does that make any sense to you? It makes perfect sense, and I think it it, it goes it goes beyond rhythm. I think, and it's it, Pep sort of alluded to it. Um, I think more than rhythm, it's the idea that you're done when you're not done. 
So I think that as long as you've got games that the manager is making you focus on and making you train for and prepare for, you know the season isn't done. Mm. I think it, otherwise, I think it will be very easy, and I'm not naming any names, but it will be very easy for certain players in our squad to go, right, lads, that's a 10-day piss-up, and then we'll have two days to prepare for United and then a week to prepare for the Champions League final. I don't think it's going to work like that. I think mentally they need to be of the mindset that we're still in the middle of something where every game matters. And only that way can you get yourself to the Champions League final. In fact, forget about the Champions League final. Only that way can you get yourself to Wembley and slap the rags. Because believe you me, they will come absolutely with one thing in mind. And that is... City can't win the treble, so they can't win today. United will be fully, fully, fully prepared for that game. I'm absolutely sure of it. Um, Ten Hag will have them bang up for it. So we just can't, we can't really afford for the mentality to get too relaxed. So no, I'm, I'm, I wasn't, and also like then, it's what I said to you before, um, the amount of praise that Guardiola's given De Zerbi, he was not putting a team out there to get turned over. And let's face it, the way that they played, if you'd have picked a couple more players, rotated a couple more players out for kids, we'd have got slapped. Would there be any consequences to that? I don't think it's good. I just don't think it's good to lose games of football. Mm. As a football club, I think that what you have to remember is that all those lads will be on the bench, be at the game, be in the dressing room. Guardiola isn't going to go, oh, well, you lost, don't worry about it. The league's won. We've seen what he's like. The guy's obsessed. And so he's going to, you know, I mean, he had moments of losing his shit last night in a dead rubber. <laughs> yeah. It was a friendly you, vibe, was it? I mean, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It tells you everything you need to know about his personal hunger and motivation. And I'm sure that he will have, um, yeah, I'm sure that he will have impressed that upon the team. So, no, I just I don't think that there was I don't think there's a way to coast to the finals. I think you've just got to approach each game. I mean, obviously you've got to have an eye on fitness. Obviously it's easier to make substitutions. It's easier for players to sit down and go, well, I'm I'm somewhat doesn't feel right, I'm out of here. Um, but you still have to prepare properly and you have to go into the game going, I'm winning this. Hmm. Uh Sunday night, obviously resulted in a few niggles for players who didn't travel. Uh, but I assume you all thought that having won the league, they have that evening off. Yeah, definitely. Pepped up they earned drinking it. alcohol, but I'd be very he surprised said, if they were out there to 6am. He, he said he said they drank all the alcohol in Manchester, which is a lovely, lovely little line from Pep. But can that be a bad thing if you want to keep focus? No, I think it's better for them to have a party. I think it's better for them to... I think it's better for... That. Look, firstly, you have to... The starting point has to be they've earned it. They've earned the right for that party. That's one of the most intense league seasons they can come up against, primarily because of how far behind they were and how many games on the bounce they had to win, whilst navigating an incredibly difficult 
fixture schedule in general and then the Champions League and the size of the 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 games just in terms of having to face Bayern and Real Madrid twice. So to navigate all of that, to win all of those games and then to win the Premier League, they fully deserved a night on the lash. But I think that'll be behind them now. Yeah. So to the match. And I'm not going to break this down into little bits. What was I struggling with? Uh, <laughs> I'd rather this. I still rather this game didn't happen because I, I just want the one game next weekend. I found it weird. Uh, just first of all, you answer first. Were you? Did you actually sit down and just relax and totally enjoy this match? Come what may. I absolutely loved it. It mm. was one of my favourite games of the season to watch because there was nothing riding on it, but both teams played like there was something riding on it. And so as a supporter, you can, you know, you can enjoy Brighton's equaliser. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. you can enjoy their individual performances as well as some of our individual performances and that you don't feel any guilt for doing that because there's nothing really riding on the game. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to enjoy an opposition wonder girl, this was the game to do it in, to be honest. So, yeah, I found it weird. It's like, I still want... I still had that desire that, oh, I don't want us to lose this match. You know, even if it was like 2-1, I'd be down in the dumps. I remember when we lost home to Leeds. There was no one in the stadium at the time. They had 10 men. We were coasted to the, t- the title anyway. That left me in the mood all weekend. It didn't matter. <laughs> and it's like it's just the way sometimes. I didn't know how to approach this match or just relax still. I guess I'm still in the zone until the season totally ends. I guess part of it was like that, ever, that fear an injury could happen at any point, unlikely as it is, because, you know, it could happen in training, it could happen when they get out of the shower, it could happen anywhere, and just doing nothing doesn't really help them. It could actually, if they did nothing, wrap them in cotton wool, it'd probably increase the chances of an injury once the cup finals came. So you've got to keep that fitness, you've got to keep them in the zone. I understood eventually why Pep did what he did. But, yeah, I just found it... I just don't know how to cope with games like this. I should have been totally relaxed and just enjoyed two brilliant football teams going at it. But I guess if we didn't have two cup finals afterwards, I'd probably have been a bit more relaxed. So maybe it was related to that. Did you not have any concerns about you know injuries, fitness or anything like that? Can I, can I turn the question on its head for you? Mm. Um when you look across the squad, an injury to who would make you go, oh, well, that's fucked it. I think it's Rodri. Thanks for listening to the first 15 minutes of the show. To listen to the full podcast and all our content, including reviews, previews, analysis, quizzes, and much more, go to 9320.com to sign up now or simply click the link in the description. So what are you waiting for? Go to 9320.com now for the best, most passionate, impartial coverage of Manchester City and beyond.